Hey there, fellow foodies. This is Ann Campia with Girl vs. Food. And joining me tonight is... Hey, everyone. It's Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Thanks so much for joining me. No problem. Glad to be here. And we're here to bring you our review of MasterChef Season 4, Episodes 11 and 12. I can't believe we're this far already. It feels like we've had so much MasterChef and so much more to go. Um, tonight, we start off with a mystery box challenge that introduces us to what Miss Piggy's fate may be one day. Um, when they looked at those boxes, we had an incredible sight of a dead pig's head. Um, not chopped up at all, just, just as it is, as you would see on a regular pig. And it was a little bit frightening, as James pointed out. Some kids might not be going to sleep well tonight. Uh, Ryan, what did you think when they lifted up those boxes? It was, it was funny to see everyone's reaction to it. I think everyone noticed the first thing that I noticed was the eyeballs. Everyone was making comments about, oh, it has the eyes. It's, it's looking at me or whatever. It's smiling at me. <laughs> so uh, it was, it was, that part was funny. But, yeah, hopefully Miss Piggy won't meet the same demise. Otherwise, my childhood will be ruined. <laughs> uh, yeah, no kidding. I would be very sad as well. Let's just hope she's not watching tonight's episode. Um, so fortunate for the contestants, they didn't actually have to break down the pig's head. Um, I thought that would have been interesting to see because, obviously, as a home chef, who would know the first thing about doing that? Um, but fortunately for them, they got the pig's head broken down into several pieces, the tongue, the ears, the cheek, uh, the snout. If you had a choice of those ingredients, I know the challenge tonight was just to take one or more of those ingredients and make them into a dish. You had full use of the pantry. Ryan, if you had to choose what dish to make, what, you know, what parts would you have picked? Um, I probably would have stuck with the cheek and the ear, um, just because I kind of probably would have took what uh, Johnny's approach was, kind of put it all together into a dish. Because I'm, I'm not familiar with like the snout <laughs> or uh, the tongue of a pig, so I don't really know what kind of stuff that would go with. So I would probably stick with the cheek. I know someone kind of sliced it up. It looked like they were making like kind of like a bacon. Um, so probably something with the cheek or the ear. Um, you know, mix it up. Uh, try to put something in like the taco or, or maybe make some kind of like patty out of it. But it's interesting that I, it took me a while to figure out something with those ingredients. Yeah. I mean, I, I, once I saw the ingredients, I definitely said, oh, I would go for the ear and crisp it up a little bit. And I think somebody automatically did that. Um, I think it might have been Brie. I thought it was really interesting that we had our vegetarian woman um, trying to cook these pigs, uh, you know, pieces of this pig's head. Um, but she seemed to do pretty well, and her farmer's breakfast that she put together looked really good. Um, there were other people who were very creative this time around. Uh, Lynn, we finally saw, was putting in the right amount of seasoning, and he did really well with this dish. Uh, and I wanted to highlight Johnny's dish. Um, the braised, you know, he took a, several of those pieces of the pig head, and he chopped them up and braised them and put them into a taco. And I thought, this is, that looks amazing. I would, totally would want to eat that. Um, any of the dishes stood out to you? Uh, yeah, Johnny's tacos stood out. Um, James's Creole dish with the rice and everything in it looked really good. Um, and then uh, Brittany's dish looked good also, especially because, you know, like you said, she's a vegetarian chef or vegetarian herself. So, you know, taking pig parts like that and making a dish that, was well seasoned and uh, Ramsey liked it and stuff. So that was a good dish. Also, good dish also. Yeah, and I also liked the look of uh, Jessie's dish. She she also took the cheek in the air and she did some sort of Mexi Southern um, combination with hers, and that one looked really good as well. But again, we don't expect anything less from Jessie. 
to me, she's the front runner at this point. Um, is there anyone else that you think is kind of taking off and leading this competition? Um, Jesse and Jordan, I think, are the two, the top two. Um, Chrissy was up there, but she kind of fell this week uh, compared to last week's. Yeah. Um, mostly by her own doing. Um, but yeah, Jesse and Jordan are up there. Um, everyone else kind of has their ups and downs. They're not always, uh, you know, on their on the top of their game. So. Um, hopefully they'll start picking it up now that the season's kind of getting more toward the end of it. Right, and this week um, for the Mystery Box Challenge, we saw that Lynn did really well and actually won the challenge. But there were, you know, a lot of people that stood out that typically have been in the middle or bottom. Um, Johnny, I think, also did really well. Um, and those two we hardly ever see up, you know, in front of the judges to get their dishes um, highlighted. So it was really cool to see that. Um, did you agree with their choice of Lynn winning? Uh, yeah, just because of the, they were saying that his seasoning was finally spot on, and then his plating is always the best. So once he finally gets his food up to par with his plating, it's gonna it's gonna win a lot of the time. So at this week, yeah, I think he deserved to win. Yeah, and so he got a really cool advantage. Obviously, he's a saved from cooking in the elimination challenge, but he also got to go into the pantry, and they had a special guest that joined them in the pantry, Miss um, Christine Ha, who was the winner of last season's Master Chef. I'm always happy to see this woman. She is such an inspiration to everybody. Um, whether you are into cooking or not, she should be inspirational to you. Um, for having to overcome the fact that she's blind and she won a cooking competition. And when you think about it, cooking is typically based on what you see visually um, and then again what you taste and what you smell. All of the senses are aroused when you're cooking and she's without one. And the fact that she beat everybody that competed last season and they highlighted her cookbook tonight. It was just so cool to see her back. Uh, Ryan, what did you think about Christine coming back into MasterChef Kitchen? Well, I was happy to see her. Uh, last season was really cool with her during the whole season. Like, Because I didn't know what to expect when I watched her. Um, but her just impressing the judges every week and coming out and kicking everyone's butt. Um, yeah, it was really inspirational for someone that has a you know a handicap in the kitchen um, to, to, to win a, a whole season of cooking competition. So seeing her in the kitchen, I think all the other competitors this season were um, happy to see her. And it's, you know, it's also kind of, it's relatable because she was, you know, competing last season. So she knows how they feel and they know how she probably felt at the time when she competed. So it's kind of, it, it was cool to see for this episode. Yeah. And we're hit with Christine's triple C. Uh, we bring out three of her favorite ingredients, chicken, crab, and catfish. And Lynn has a really cool advantage that he gets to pick one person to cook one of the ingredients while he again he gets to pick the rest of the teams or the rest of the teams but the rest of the contestants ingredient as well meaning okay if you have a strong competitor you give them what you think would be the hardest ingredient to cook in this case he singled out Chrissy and gave her the catfish um, and then the rest of the team the crab Either of those, to me, would have been difficult. I think Chrissy even might have had a hard time with the crab as well. Um, but just the fact that he singled out Chrissy, I think that shows a little bit of karma for what she did last week in terms of just being a little overly aggressive and really immature when it came to Beamy being in the hot seat and going home. Um, I, I, I loved Lynn's strategy. Was there any, I mean, what do you think? Do you think he chose the right person? Do you think he chose the right ingredients? 
yeah, I, th- I think he chose the right for for Chrissy for sure. He picked the right ingredient, and for everyone else, I'm crab. I mean, all those dishes. I mean, I'm sure. You know, there's some that are tougher than others, but yeah, I think he picked the right one for everything. Because, like you're saying, not everyone probably has made crab before, as far as breaking it down, taking the meat out of it and stuff. So there's a chance they could have messed up. So um, it was it was a it was a good strategy. Uh, it paid off giving Chrissy what what uh, with the catfish, but unfortunately, someone messed up more than her, so uh, it didn't really affect her in the end. Yeah, I know it's just unfortunate. But before we get to who actually loses this competition. They played a really funny joke in MasterChef Kitchen, and that, to me, I was dying. I mean, Christine, obviously blind, and they they presented the challenge that they actually had to cook blind as well, and they all pulled out the blindfolds, and everybody was like, holy crap, now what? Um, There was shit falling on the floor. Like, you could hear bottles Mm -hmm. cracking. I was just like, oh, my gosh, how are they going to do this? And then we find out it's a joke, but you know what? It was a great joke. I was laughing. I was yeah. dying. <laughs> they had me. They had me going for a little bit because they started doing it and they went to commercial and I'm like, "Oh man, they're gonna they're gonna keep going with this because everyone's dropping stuff." Luke about cut his hand off trying to break open the crab, <laughs> and I was like, "How how is Chrissy gonna cut this fish with not being able to see it?" But then yeah, when they came back, I was like, "Okay, it was, a, it was funny to see it. people. They thought it was serious, so they were ready to do what they could blindfolded. But I'm sure <laughs> a lot of people would have had some blood in their food if that happened." Yeah, yeah, totally. So let's talk about who uh, did well and who didn't well. I mean, go ahead and start us off with that conversation um, in terms of cooking the crab and cooking the catfish. Who do you think did well? Who do you think didn't do too well? Um, well, didn't do well. I'll start with I'll start with that just because it's it was surprising because I thought for sure Chrissy was going to go home because her catfish was not they didn't like it at all because she left the skin on it and they said it tastes real earthy and muddy. Um, but yeah, so he uh, Luca messed up. Uh, he cooked a risotto, um, but he put a lot of fish sauce in it, which I don't know. He, they were saying they don't know why he would put fish sauce in an Italian dish. I guess it was way too salty for them. Yeah, I'm astonished so, uh, by that. I don't understand why when it comes to making you know dishes that he should know how to make, he always falters. And it's just really odd to me that um, that was his game plan in the beginning in order to play it safe, in order to do well. He was going to cook dishes from his country, and he can't even execute those correctly. It worries yeah. me. I mean, I love Luca to death, but that definitely concerns me. And to quite honestly, I, I'm afraid he's not going to make it very much longer. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he needs to. Yeah, he's been in the bottom a few times now, and he showed glimpses of, of being really good. He needs to. He needs to think a little bit more before he does these dishes. Um, and then uh, Beth, she tried to make uh, crab cakes, and it pretty much, I think uh, Graham said it turned out to be a crab pancake. It was mostly batter, huh. um, and, and they couldn't really eat it. It was a little grainy. Um, so, yeah, her and Luca and Chrissy were in the bottom. As far as good dishes, um, Natasha did really well with her, her crab cake that turned out good with, like, ginger and some other uh, Asian-style flavors in it. They really liked that. Um, and James had a good dish also. So those two, they, they were the top two for this competition. Yeah, so we see that they get the advantage, the typical advantage that they get to lead the teams into the next competition. But um, before we get into the latter half of this episode, I guess part two, uh, Joe again faces off with somebody in the kitchen. This time it's Chrissy. Um I'm starting to worry. Is something wrong with Joe? Is he having tantrums? I mean, I love it. I love the drama. And, and 
to a degree, these people deserve the kind of verbal beatdown they're getting from Joe. But um, I'm a, I hope that we don't see this every week because then I'm really starting. I, I will really start to question whether Joe is still my favorite um, judge up there. What did you think about that? I mean, I thought they might throw down like more than Joe and Howard. I mean, what did you think? Yeah. Um, I understand where he was coming from talking to her, but I kind of think he he kind of just uh, he went a little overboard in the beginning. I mean, he's the judge, and you know he's expecting a lot from these contestants, but he kind of just started going off as soon as he tasted the food. You know, actually, when he went to the station first, before the food was even done, mm-hmm. and he was telling her, you know, you know, what are you doing? Like what, potatoes that doesn't go with this. Uh, I mean, it might not, but that's what she's cooking, so. You know, I guess that's what she's going to give you. Then, yeah, when they tasted it, and he was saying that she's disrespecting and all this kind of stuff. So I think it kind of went off a little bit, especially on her. I'm surprised she didn't say more than what she did. But, I mean, because he's the judge, I guess she knows to, you know, keep it down a little bit. But, you know, when she went back to her station, she told someone, you know, my fish tastes fine. I don't know what they're talking about. So she kind of mouthed off in the back, and they heard it. And he got really mad at that. And so, you know, come up here and say it, you know, in the front of us if you're going to say something. So yeah, he went off on Howard first, and now Chrissy. So we'll see if uh, if Chrissy can have a little bit of redemption and a little makeup with Joe. Hopefully, her dishes improve. Otherwise, yeah, they might you know Philly slugger time <laughs> start beating <laughs> each other up on the stage. Or I'm hoping Joe served her a piece of humble pie, and that she will stop being such a. I don't. I don't want to say the B word, but she is being a brat. Let's just say mm-hmm. that. Um, so mm-hmm. we get into the second half of the episode. With uh, Joe and, oh, I'm mistaking that again. With Natasha and James leading the teams this time around. And we're introduced Mm -hmm. to a fine-looking couple, a foodie couple, Anya Mm -hmm. and Aaron. Scary when they're both foodies because (laughs) those are the hardest people to serve food to. They're the Mm -hmm. most critical. They will base... um, you know, their perception of a dish just on looks alone. Sometimes they won't even touch it if it doesn't look good. So uh, congratulations to Anya and Aaron, by the way, because it's their wedding day. And fortunate for them, they get two of the judges making two of out of the three dishes for their wedding reception. Uh, Graham making the dessert and uh, Graham making the appetizer and Gordon making the dessert. And then the competition is for our contestants to make the main entree. So uh, we have the red and the blue again. James leading the blue. Uh, Natasha reading, leading the red. There's questions of whether Natasha has the leadership skills to lead, you know, to get her team through this competition and win. Um, and it was questionable and rocky at first, at the beginning of this. Um, but... I, I have to say, going into it, I really thought James is going to pull through, and it turns out that I was wrong. But in terms of the two dishes, in terms of every th- the, their performance as leaders, what were your thoughts on that? Um, well, for, first I want to go back to when they, they selected the teams and they got to pick someone to keep off their team. Um, I don't know why James took Bree off of his team when she's a vegetarian chef and they have to make a vegetarian dish. I thought that was kind of kind of not, you know, thinking ahead for his team, especially because she's won challenges before and her food's usually pretty good. So I kind of thought that was a mistake. Um, and then Chrissy is getting saved quite a bit by, you know, getting 
pick not to, you know, safe or move on to the next round. Natasha picked her to, you know, stay off her team and, and not, you know, have to worry about being eliminated. So I thought that was kind of like she got saved twice in these episodes and not having to get eliminated. Um, but, yeah, as far as the teams, you know, going together, I was I would agree with you. I thought James' team was going to do really well. And then um, Natasha's uh, team started off rocky, but then it came back um, because, uh, you know, uh, James's team had trouble plating. It was taking them forever to get food out. Um, Lynn was deciding to add a little sweat flavoring to their lamb dishes. <laughs> so uh, that was, you know, Ramsey was going crazy. He was just, what are you doing? You know, he's, and they showed him doing it, and he, uh, he didn't realize he was doing it, I guess. But, yeah, he was sweating like crazy. So uh, that's what slowed them down. So luckily they got caught up and got food finished. But uh, I think that's what actually hurt them in the long run. Yeah, they even had to have one of the judges ground step in and actually uh, help them um, get the dishes out quickly. Uh, you know, at first I was like, oh, well, that's not really fair because now Graham is part of their team and helping yeah. them. But I don't think that was really the competition. It was just to get the table served. And then it was based primarily on the plating and the taste. Um, in terms of what the dishes look like, they both look beautiful. Again, minus uh, some of the dirt that was on the plates and, and Lynn's sweat. I think both of the dishes looked great. Um, mm. Personally, I would have preferred the lamb, but again, because I love meat. Uh, mm. But the, everybody was raving about the halibut. So I guess uh, Natasha did really well in choosing to serve a dish that potentially could have been very bland. So it, it goes to show you that, you know, she did make a, the right decision in that dish, and she took initiative when everybody else was saying, let's do something other than fish. So um, whereas she started off rocky and it didn't look like she would be able to pull it out, she did, and she won, and I, I was thoroughly impressed. And while, you know, they had 15 vegetarian dishes to serve, and like you, I said, oh, why are you taking Brie off of the um, team? Again, when I, in hindsight, it was 15 dishes, and it didn't seem like there were any complaints or any highlights in terms of those uh, people that had to eat the vegetarian meals. So it, it really was, uh, there was no challenge there, I guess. Um, let's talk quickly about Graham and Gordon and the dishes they prepared yeah. and the caliber and the beauty and just how lucky... Anya and Aaron are to have them preparing two of their dishes for their wedding reception. I don't know who this couple knows or who they had to pay off or what uh, to have Graham and Gordon cooking at their wedding reception, but I am damn jealous. And that pea soup, I hate peas. That pea mm -hmm. soup, I would have drank a gallon of it. It was just gorgeous. Um, and then again, Gordon's dessert with the sticky toffee pudding. Come on, like, I'm speechless. It looks so good. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, Graham's dish uh, looked looked awesome. <laughs> yeah, I thought of you when I saw it. I was like, "Oh, Ryan's gonna love that one." <laughs> um, but we have, yeah. you know, we had Lynn feeling the pressure, like you said, wiping sweat all over the place. Um, I thought for sure they might just automatically tell him to go home after that. But uh, we get to the. Uh, who's saved and who's, who uh, has to compete in the challenge. And out of the team, the judges choose Jesse, Bree, or Bree was already safe, but they choose yeah. Jesse, Luca, and James. 
Um, James, to me, questionable. Again, everybody's talking about should the captain go down with the ship, that whole mentality. Uh, I didn't. I don't know. I didn't see enough on camera to say whether he should have been saved or not. According mm-hmm. to the judges, he should have been saved. Did you agree with that? Um, I kind of obviously Lynn should have been up for elimination when she was. And between James and Johnny, I thought James probably should have stayed and had to battle in. Just because, yeah, he was the team captain and he was in charge of expediting all the dishes to go out. And they weren't going out. So I, I think, and like, he should have been seeing Lynn doing the sweat. Rant Gordon shouldn't have been the one seeing that happen. Yeah. James should have been seeing that and, and saying something. Um, like how he was sweating so much. So yeah, I think, you know, I understand why they, I mean, James... He cooked some of the stuff, and Johnny, I guess some of the lamb went out cold, but I think I would have probably saved Johnny and let James battle in in the elimination challenge. Yeah, so we see Lynn and Johnny having to go at it. Uh, macaroons, that beautiful, beautiful dessert. Um, such a delicate and delicious cookie. And so just I love the way it's presented every time I, I go out to the store and buy some. comes in a beautiful box. And it's just, you just kind of feel a little bit more like pinkies up when you eat macaroons. But uh, the the objective was to make 12 macaroons, I believe, um, any flavor combination you want. But you had to get 12 of them in the little slither box that they had um, presented to them. Um, this is the first competition, Ryan, where I don't agree with who they eliminated. I don't know how you feel yeah. about it, but, you know, hear me out for a second. I think the the, the rules were not clear because yeah. I'm, w- I'm with Johnny thinking you had to fit all 12 into the box and you had to present it in the way that it was presented to them. And, again, obviously everything should be based on taste. So when it came down to it, uh, Johnny felt the pressure he thought he had to get all 12 in the box, smash the box, smash the macaroons. The presentation wasn't great, I have to say. I mean, his macaroons, to begin with, didn't look as good as Lynn's. But when it came down to it, the taste, at least from what the commentary was, his was far and beyond better than Lynn's. And so for that reason, I think Johnny should have stayed. What do you think? Yeah, I. Yeah, they weren't clear on the whole... It has to be in the box or not thing. Um, so I can see why Johnny, you know, decided to Hulk smash them into the box to get them to fit. Um, but, yeah, they said his tasted, you know, a lot better than Lynn's. Um, but then also Lynn's, they look good, but then he put the raspberries in there. And they're saying, they're like, that's a big no-no. You don't put any, you know, fruit in there because, you know, sometimes you let the macaroons you buy and you let them sit. And you can't let it sit if there's fresh fruit in there. Um, so, yeah, I mean... I understand why they picked Lynn just because, you know, it, it wasn't, you know, it didn't look like someone stepped on him. But the fact that Johnny's tasted better and, you know, they like them more, I think that it's tough, but I think, yeah, they should have kept Johnny and, and let Lynn go, especially because, you know, I mean, I know you can't take into consideration, but the whole sweat thing, I mean, <laughs> that's like should be automatic. <laughs> I know. No, no, you know, so, but, I mean, I understand why they picked Lynn, but... It's sad to see John and Goey, who was really, really good on the show, and he made the type of food that, you know, they're saying like tailgating food, like gourmet tailgating food. That's the kind of stuff I like to make and eat and stuff, so I'm sad to see him go, but um, at this time, you know, we'll have to see how hopefully Lynn can improve. He's shown glimpses of it. Hopefully he'll keep the sweat to a minimum in the future. (laughs) 
So we're getting down to uh, what will be the top 10 after, I think, next week's episode. Um, I'm excited. This is this is where everyone needs to really turn it up a notch and start really gunning for, um, you know, that title. So uh, next week we see Eva Longoria, the beautiful woman, gracing us with her presence. I think she has really broken into the foodie realm uh, I, releasing a cookbook, having a restaurant. So that'll be exciting to see her on there. Um, any thoughts on next week's episode? Uh, yeah, it'd be cool to see. Hopefully Tony Parker doesn't show up in the episode. <laughs> um, but I mean, it'd be cool to see. And then I'm interested to see uh, if the people from this week that did bad pick it up and do good. Because it seems like people it's a, a back and forth. One, one week the, they'll do good, the next week they'll do bad. So I'll be interested to see who stays good and who goes reverts back to bad because like Luca and, and Lynn, you know, who knows what's going to happen next week with them. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for us. Um, Ryan, where can we follow if you want to chat with you? Yeah. If you guys want to tweet me, um, I'm on Twitter at uh, RY Myers, M-Y-E-R-S 25. And I'm also on Twitter at Ann Campia, A-N-N-C-A-M-P-E-A. And go ahead and subscribe to this channel if you want to follow these reviews or any of our other reviews on my channel. Um, click subscribe, comment, chat, let us know who you think uh, did well, didn't do too well this week. And you can also find the audio version on iTunes. You could download those and listen to them, get through your day. Um, Ryan, again, thanks so much for joining me. Oh, always a pleasure. And until next week, everybody, happy eating. Thank you.